Sports Radio 1043 The Fan. Every Saturday morning, it's Terry Wickstrom Outdoors. Terry takes you inside the outdoors. You know, hunting, fishing, camping. It's Terry Wickstrom Outdoors. Now, here's Terry. Good morning. I am coming to you from the shores of Lake Winnie, Little Winnie. We are continuing our jaunt through northern Minnesota. Last week I was on the north shore of Lake Superior. I will tell you the last couple days I have experienced some epic bass fishing. The bass fishing up here is so incredible. Go to Terry Wickstrom Outdoors on Facebook and check it out. Just amazing. And we just seem to be able to do that almost every year up here. I just love it up here. We're going to tell you a lot more about up here. We're also going to tell you a lot about what's going on in Colorado today. Uh, there's a tremendous lake trout bite going on up at Granby right now, both numbers and big fish. We'll talk to them about that. Uh, we're going to talk about grailing, a fish that a lot of people don't chase in Colorado that offers some great opportunities. Nate Zelensky will join us. We'll talk walleye fishing. The bait is moving so that the the um, the bite is changing. The bait that was shallow is going to move out. We're going to see those fish suspend. We're also going to talk some hunting today, both art, um, archery and scouting. We just have a lot to cover. Before we start the show, though, I want to mention that a couple weeks ago I mentioned event an event called Cocktails and Country Music. It's in Highlands Ranch, Colorado. And this event is strictly to raise money to get veterans who return from their tour of duty out into the outdoors with their family. A lot of times these guys have a lot of time reassimilating uh, back into their family life and just normal living. And this this is an event just aimed at getting them out. And what it is, it's, it's like $100 a ticket. If you buy more than one, you get discounted. It's, it's drinks, hors d'oeuvres, and a country music concert. And it's in Highlands Ranch, and all the benefit, all the proceeds are going to go to uh, help veterans re- to assimilate back with their families. I put a post on Terry Wickstrom Outdoors, and I pinned it to the top of an interview we did a couple weeks ago about this event and a link to buy tickets. So go check that out and help these guys out. Right now, let's go to the phones. Joining us from his resort at uh, Lake Little Winnie is uh, Cody Grotman. Good morning, Cody. How's it going, Terry? You know, I'm sitting here in the North Woods. I'm in this beautifully groomed campgrounds and your this cabin is so comfortable i just had two great days of incredible fishing it's going okay <laughs> not too bad not too bad no i think things are good you know it's our second year staying here cody and we we didn't come back because we weren't impressed it's just a beautiful facility and I want to thank you for keeping this facility and making it available. Let's talk to people about what you have here. This is the Little Winnie Resort. You're on Lake Little Winnie. And, but to say you're on a particular lake here, there's so hundreds of some of the most incredible fishing lakes in the world within just a few minutes' drive of us. But kind of describe the facility to people. Yeah, so we operate, we have 11 cabins, and then we have an extensive campground with 133 seasonals. We got an in-ground heated swimming pool, nice playground for the kids, and then 400 feet of floating dock to fish off of our park your boat. 
Um, like you said, Terry, is we're located in the center of some of the best fishing in the world. We're 10 minutes from every good walleye lake in northern Minnesota. And, you know, reasonably priced and centrally located really helps us out here. Well, if people have never been to this area, <clears throat> excuse me, folks, I'm a little hoarse this morning. We're located close to the town of Deer River, which is kind of between Bemidji and Grand Rapids. Uh, and if you look at a map, it's hard to find land. There's so much water there. But you're talking about huge, huge lakes like Winnebogoshish, Leech Lake, Cass Lake. But then you're talking hundreds of these ball club lakes, little winnies, um, just, they're just endless. And whatever you want to fish for, I mean, some of the greatest walleye fishing in the world, but there's musky fishing, northern pike fishing, panfish, and uh, I rave about the bass fishing here. It's the most underused resource, I think, in northern Minnesota. People don't understand how incredibly, incredibly good it is. But it's just a great recreation. And there's a lot of other things. There's a lot of trails here, too, right? Yeah, there's, uh, we call them endless, but obviously there's an end to them. There's hundreds of miles of OHV and forestry trails that a lot of people uh, get to enjoy on their four-wheelers or just driving with their pickup. Uh, and you can access all those right from our resort. You don't have to trailer your machine anywhere. You can just leave right from the facilities here. I noticed there's a lot of side-by-sides here, a lot of ATVs that are using the trails. The side-by-side thing has really taken off, hasn't it? Absolutely, yeah. In the last couple of years, a lot of people have been switching over to the side-by-sides instead of four-wheelers, getting a little bit more family-orientated and getting the whole family out at once. And sp- speaking of family-oriented, you mentioned you have, a, you, have a, you have a swimming pool, you have a playground. This lodge is really set up to not only if you're a hardcore outdoor person, but if you're just a family who wants to get away into the woods, right? Yeah, absolutely. Very, very family driven, uh, especially in the summer months here. Like you said, the swimming pool is a big driving factor for a lot of families to come up. Uh, indoor arcade area, just in case it's raining or kids want to have something else to do besides playing outside. Um, just a lot of things for the family. Absolutely. Well, you grew up here. Your parents, how long has this resort been in your family? 23 years now. The parents bought it in the spring of 2000, and I took it over in 2018. And this is really your passion, isn't it? Absolutely. You gotta love it. I mean, it's it's part of your life. You don't uh, get too many breaks in your busy season, but, you know, our customers become our second family, and we really become part of theirs as well. You know, they always call and ask, how are we doing? How's our daughter? How's everything going up there? And we, we return the same gratitude to them. And it just well, I know it's been a wholesome, loving family. I know it's been tremendous for us getting to, well, getting to know you and your wife, Cassie, and and spending time here. You just have this home, you feel. You did add a pool table, which is kind of a distraction, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, you getting, we had the guy, Terry Whitson, come in and show us a few shots the other day. <laughs> Yeah, we're we're having fun here. We love being here. Uh, you also have a little like um, restaurant bar. Tell people about that. Yeah, so we got a full bar and a menu just your burgers, baskets, chicken soup baskets, um, chicken wings, French fries, pizza, um, and all that gets 
served, you know, to our cabins or in the lodge or even at the poolside. And in addition to that, all the cabins have kitchens, of course. Describe a couple of the cabins. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, they come fully furnished with full kitchens, full bathrooms, uh, state-of-the-art beds, air conditioning, Wi-Fi, cable TV. Um, some of the bigger factors that people really like is just the open floor plans. Um, one of our best cabins, Antler Lodge, is a four-bedroom. Got six double beds, a king suite with a whirlpool tub, two bathrooms, fireplace, three couches, uh, a table that seats 12. So, a lot of family reunions and everybody else that comes up likes to enjoy that where everybody can sit around the same table. And the cabin we're in, I'm in a two bedroom cabin. It's got a, you know, like you said, modern shower and, ba and bath facilities. It's got a full kitchen with full size appliances and uh, great if you want to sit outside i think every cabin has a fire ring and a picnic table right yep they come with a fire ring picnic table and a charcoal grill if you want to have something to eat and you maybe want to get away from the resort i think we're like four tenths of a mile from the closest restaurant is that right Yep, the Gosh Jam restaurant is just up the road. Uh, they serve excellent pizza and burgers. They have a full menu up there, full bar as well. And like you said, Terry, it's just, just a short distance down the road. It's even within walking distance for a lot of people that, you know, it really, want to go up there and not worry about driving back. And you're not very far. If you want to go to a major grocery store, you only have to drive about 10 miles, 10, 12 miles. So you, all the anything you would want close by, yet when you're in the now I want to describe the grounds. I'm looking out the window, and there's this well-groomed, you guys keep it old and groomed lawn with just plenty of huge trees all throughout that give you shade. And you look around you, it's typical the North Woods. We're in the woods, folks. I mean, you don't see 200 yards out into the woods here. It's It's got the cover, what I grew up with, what I'm familiar with in my youth, that I spent my time in the North Woods. And you're, you are outdoors. You feel it. The, the lifestyle is outdoors. The people are outdoors. They're friendly. One of the last things I want to talk to you about, though, is you don't shut it down in the winter either, do you? No, nope. we operate all year round. And starting in November, we'll start setting spear houses as soon as we've got safe ice. We run 14 dark houses out of here. Uh, we deliver you to and from the heated dark house. We have it heated, scooped out, ready to fish. We just deliver you there in the heated side-by-sides. So really, you're you're not experiencing any of the cold or the work. You just get to enjoy the fishing. Uh, anytime you'd want to go back to your cabin or to a lodge, we'll pick you up anytime or deliver you back to your fishing house. We also deliver out bait, food, and drinks straight to the fishing house. So if you want to stay out there and get a little bit more serious with fishing and don't want to come in for lunch, we'll bring lunch to you. I'll tell you, people who've never experienced northern Minnesota, I, I don't know if they realize it's uh, it's not just a casual thing up here, is it? No, absolutely not. It's it's more more or less it's, it's a, a hard-nosed thing unless you have somebody helping you out, um, but it's a very community-based thing. A lot of people love going out and doing it. Um, you know, weekends are particularly busy where, you know, you almost see small cities on the ice. But then you get during the weekend, it gets a little bit more wholesome where it's nice and tranquil and quiet and 
get to sit down and relax a little bit. It's really, it really is a, um, I, I started my fishing career in northern Minnesota. These are the waters that, well, I used to say, Cody, that I grew up here. Karen fondly reminds me that I got older, that I never grew up. But, <laughs> but um, the ice fishing here, the people are just fanatic. I mean, people, if you ever want to learn what ice fishing is really like, folks, come up here and spend a few, a week or here in one of these cabins, and you wouldn't have to just fish here. Again, you have hundreds of lakes within 10 or 15 minutes of you that can be some of the best fishing in the world year-round. Cody, let you go. Well, thank you very much for having me on, Terry. I really appreciate it, and have a wonderful day, buddy. All right. Hey, we're going to be here for a while. We're going to enjoy it. Uh, it's Little Winnie Resort. We'll uh, post this on our Facebook page, Terry Wickstrom Outdoors, and we'll put a link in that post right to the lodge here. And we got a lot more time. I got to finish your show so I can get out and enjoy some more of it. Thank you, Cody. I think we lost Cody. He's gone now. But that's that was great. Just fantastic. Um, really, just people in the world. I really enjoy the time we spend with them. Just interacting with them is so pleasant. They're just the nicest people in the world. By the way, before we wrap this up, I told you I'd tell you a little bit more about the bass here. Uh, Greg Clausio and I, my lifelong partner, who we've been fishing together, well, I won't tell you how many years because you'd be able to see where but let's just say over 100 years combined fishing together. And we go out and we try to do a little bass up here, we go walleye, we'll go after crappies, the any species you want. And uh, we had a day, two days ago, where there was three of us in the boat. We caught 48 large bass that averaged averaged about 19 inches. Yesterday, we went out again, just Greg and I, and we didn't fish as long. Just fished a couple hours in the morning. Had another spectacular day on a different lake, different weather, different day, still caught like 20 bass. They weren't as big an average as big, but some really nice ones. If you want to go to Terry Wickstrom Outdoors and just look at those posts, uh, people think of making trips to go bass fishing. They think of coming up here to go high and musky and northern pike. If you haven't fished the largemouth bass in northern Minnesota, you are really missing out. So you could find that on my Facebook page. We're going to take a time out, and when we come back, we're going to talk about an epic bite that's going on right in the backyard for lake trout up in the mountains, and it is phenomenal. All that and more on Terry Wickstrom's on 104.3 The Fan. You're listening to Terry Wickstrom Outdoors on 104.3 The Fan, presented in part by Jack's Outdoor Gear. By the way, um, I understand when that last uh, segment we were breaking up a little bit, I'm broadcasting from northern Minnesota. I've made some adjustments, so hopefully we'll, we'll sound better now the rest of the show, but we'll do our best to, to keep it going, and I apologize for that. Let's go right to the phones, and joining us from the Fishing with Bernie group is Jake Foose. Good morning, Jake. Terry, how are you this morning? Thanks for having me. I'm doing great. You know, I'm in my old stomping grounds, but I'll tell you what, sounds like you guys are doing great too. You know, I, I talked to both you and Dan during the week from up there and you guys were saying because the it stayed cool and rainy late into the year, 
And then a lot of snow ran into Lake Granby and the other lakes up there that the lake trout bite, really a lot of times it kind of slows down this time of the year, but it's going the other way. It's just taking off. You know, it, it's 100% because of the weather that we had this year and all of the snowpack. And, and, you know, conditions couldn't be any better to to having that bite maintained through the quote-unquote dog days of summer. You know, um, we got a lot of rain and the amount of snowpack kept, you know, cool water flushing into our system. And it's just been nothing but great for the bite. And they haven't really hit you know, the, the warm temperatures that made them slow down a whole lot. So the metabolisms have been spiked, you know, all year long, it seems, you know, up and down almost on every lake. So, yeah, we're wow. really blessed right wow. now. Couldn't couldn't ask for anything better. Let's go through a couple of the lakes. We'll start with Granby there. Now, I know you're catching numbers of fish. Are you catching both numbers, and are you still catching a few big fish? Hey, oh, yeah. Our numbers bite is still off the hook. I mean, we're getting... Some of our trips are pushing triple digits, so that'll give you an idea on that one. It's an action-packed day. And then our big fish bite is maintaining as well. Um, There's a lot of pressured fish in the system, so thinking outside the box and what you're going to use and where you're going to be is key, I think, but the big fish bite is just as strong, you know, four or five big bites in the morning, so... Let's talk a little bit about the difference, because you approach it differently, the fish are differently. But we talk numbers, and I love to come up to Granby to fish the numbers, because that's when sure. you want to That's when you want to harvest a few fish. That's when you want to take somebody who maybe doesn't fish as much as somebody else to get out. Because when we talk numbers, we're talking small fish, but we're talking probably 16 to 22-inch fish. Is that right? Yeah, 100%, and a lot of them. Um, so in terms of what we're using for those, we're hopping around and kind of, it seems like they've been holding off in certain depths. You know, if you're finding them in 47 feet of water on this hump, you can go down the, down the shoreline and look in 47 feet of water and they're stacked there again. So it's been, you know, the guessing game has been non-existent. It's kind of nice. Find them at one elevation and then go. Um, our tactics for those fish have been, I, am a fan. I love walleye gear and I think, uh, a lot of people don't look into that that way, but a little small jig, like a fuzzy grub or what's it grub, something like that, a little piece of sucker meat and have at it. So, uh, the big and, fish and, bite, and, you know, go ahead. No, and you're talking, you know, possibly 50 to hundred fish. I mean, even if it's 30 or 40, and they're just good to eat. You should harvest some of those, right? I couldn't agree more. Yeah, we. I mean, that's hence the reason why the Three Lakes tournament as well. You know, it's a it's a harvest tournament, and it's all about management. So, um, you know, at Fishing with Bernie Lake Trout Mafia, about anything under twenty inches is harvestable, and we definitely encourage that. You know, that seventeen to eighteen inch lake trout is going to taste better than any size out there. Now let's talk about when we talk big fish at Granby, how big are we talking? Up to, you know, we're pushing to the low 40s, 42s is going to be a big fish up here. Um, the weights are kind of depends on the fish's diet and how he's doing. But, you know, 42, 43 inches is definitely a trophy fish for Lake Granby. And when you go after those, now that becomes more of a hunt one fish at a time and make a presentation, right? Yeah, it's it's fun. It's like hunting. Um, you get one shot, 
if you're lucky, you get that bite, you got to make it happen. So you really got to be on your game uh, and paying attention to your line and things like that and getting that solid hook set. When you're lollygagging and looking around and you get that one thump and you miss it, you're probably lost your shot on that fish. But, yeah, it's big game hunting, per se, underwater. It's a lot of fun. And the, pr- the presentation is totally different, too. Yeah, you know, the, obviously the baits are bigger. Um, soft plastics are king, I think. Uh, but if it's a, a tube jig, a swim bait, anything along those lines, what I like to do is look at natural colors. Um, I'm a natural guy. I don't fish many bright colors, pinks, reds, nothing like that. I like to match the hatch and, and really kind of tune in to what, uh, those fish are eating. Uh, uh, another good tip is where are those fish eating? Are they looking up? Are they looking at rainbows? Are they feeding downwards, you know, towards suckers? That'll help you kind of put a, a game plan together on what size and what color to use, kind of where you're catching the fish. Are they up off the bottom or down on the bottom? It's two different games there. Well, I think the numbers bite as we get towards fall and the spawn can only get better. I mean, it's hard to believe it could, but it will. The big fish sometimes as you get towards spawn can be a little more difficult to catch, but they're in that lake all the time. I want to, we got two, three minutes left. I want to cover a couple other things quickly. One is, yeah. uh, how about the browns and the rainbows at Lake Granby? With the cool temps that they were getting at night and that cool water that we got, it's still been great. One thing I'd like to do is concentrate my efforts toward moving water. That cooler, oxygenated water is holding all our fish. When I drove uh, down the road this morning, I must have saw 20, 30 fish rising in in the current. So it was pretty awesome. So if you're going to fish rainbows, concentrate toward that moving water that's a little more oxygenated and cooler. Um, Jerk baits, little tiny jerk baits. Little spoons, stuff like that is going to be your best bet right now. How about Grand Lake itself? That's a great lake, too. And that lake, it's kind of funny you bring that up. It's a—it's one of those lakes that usually takes a while to get really good. Um, obviously, because of its depth, that water temperature holds really low for, uh, you know, a vast majority of the spring. But once that summertime once it gets up uh, into that July, mid-July bite, it's unstoppable as well. Um, find a piece of structure, find fish, and mark them, catch a few, and then move on to the next pod. So they, they wear out a little bit quicker over there, so you got to keep moving. You know, just sitting on one spot really doesn't pay off a lot of times, but if you keep moving around and come back to certain spots, that bite's phenomenal, especially with the rainbows and browns on that water, too. There's a couple of inlets and then the canal coming in. And if those are running, that's where the rainbows are stacked. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I've, I've got some stories. We don't have time today, but one day I was filming on Grand Lake. And remind me to share a story with you. <laughs> we caught some, we caught some, we were staging like we were fishing, and I caught some lake trout right. I had my boat almost touching a dock in Grand Lake. So <laughs> I think I saw that on YouTube last week for the first time. It looked like a lot of fun. It was. Last thing, uh, Williams Fork. It's got its struggles. Yep. They're rebuilding that lake. What can you tell us about that? The fishing remains strong, you know. Um, the water level was kind of scary on how low it got, but it filled up the fishing strong. 
Uh, as you see in our reports, the guys are still catching plenty of fish out there. They're long. Um, it's only a matter of time until, you know, those kokanees start going again in there and the rainbows and browns, and, and those fish are going to rebound good. So um, I'd say between Granby, Grand Lake, and Williams Fork, you can't go wrong fishing any of them right now. It's just it, like you said earlier in the in the, the cast, it, it's epic right now. It's fun. All right. My friend, we are out of time. If people want to get information from you or book one of your trips, how do they find you? They know where to find us, fishingwithbernie.com. Um, you can get on there and click book a trip, and all of our names come up there. You can shoot us an email as well, and, and it's managed so we all get the email. Um, so it's not super hard to find a trip from us. It's just kind of, you know, if you stall and wait out, we fill up quick. quick. So if you get there and get early, we'll get you booked, no problem. All right, my friend, thank you so much. Great report, great fishing. People need to get up and take advantage of it. Thanks, Jake. Thanks, you, Terry. We'll see you soon, bud. Have a great day. You bet. Jake Foos from the Fishing from Bernie Crowd. You got to get up there, folks. This fall is going to be some of the most fun fishing you'll have all year in Colorado. Go take advantage of it. We're going to take a quick time out. When we come back, we're going to talk fly fishing on Terry Wickstrom Outdoors, presented by Jack's Outdoor Gear on 104.3 The Fan. You're listening to Terry Wickstrom Outdoors on 104.3 The Fan. Let's go right to the phones. Joining us from Kirk's Fly Shop up in Estes is Darren Christensen. Good morning, Darren. How are you doing today, Terry? You know, I'm I'm in my home stomping grounds catching more fish than I can count, and uh, it's a beautiful day out. It, life kind of sucks, yeah. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> no, I'm doing fantastic. Uh, but you know what? Sounds like... The fishing back home in Colorado is, we were just talking, the lakes are fishing like crazy, but there's nothing wrong with the fly fishing right now either, is there? No, um, the fly fishing's been great. Um, we've had some, you know, milder temperatures the last week and a half, which has been really nice, so we don't have any, you know, we've had, in the we've been in the mid-70s up in the Estes Park, you know, Rocky Mountain National Park area for the last, you know, week and a half. Are you, you there? Oh, did I lose you? Uh, no, you're there. Okay. I, okay, I'm I just sorry. Sat for a minute. I just, that was my fault, a little blip. Yeah, I mean, it's been just, you know, where the summer started off slow and the high country took a while to get going, but I think it's catching up. But we're, oh, not, yeah. dealing with, we're not dealing with warm water that's affecting the fish, and the fish are active and healthy. Why don't you take us through some of the rivers that you fish? Start with the Big Thompson. Everybody, popular river, everybody wants to know what's happening. Yeah, so the Big Thompson's been fishing great, you know, from here down to Drake has been, you know, very consistent and very excellent. Um, the lower part of the canyon, there was some, you know, cloudiness from some of the rain showers. Like a week and a half ago, we had a couple really big showers. Um, so the North Fork has a little color to it, but it's clearing up already again. Um, up in the park, you know, the Big Thompson, you know, through Moraine Park is fishing great. The Glacier Creek has been an excellent choice. Um, the North St. Rain, you know, out of Wild Basin, you know, every, everything's fishing great right now. I would think, and you and I talked earlier in the week, and I've been hearing this from everybody, we had this wet spring with a lot of undergrowth. 
um, terrestrials, especially hoppers. We're getting into the hopper season. I've got a and it's one of my favorite ways to fish. I got a feeling that hopper dropper, hopper trailer, dry dropper type fishing is going to be phenomenal if it isn't already. It, it is already, yeah. So um, whether it's you know like you said some ant terrestrials or hoppers, um, we're you know there's tons of them out there. The fish are looking for them. Um, we're also having some really great you know aquatic fly hatches so you've been seeing lots of red quills and rusty spinners and even some you know gray and green drakes up in the park so that's been awesome well you know in a a less experienced fly angler if they want to take you could do a hopper dropper but do a hopper ant even and a, a dry ant even and then throw that out you don't need much of a leader and you don't have to make delicate casts because those insects kind of plop into the water and it's amazing you get in some of those pockets what they'll come up what'll come up and eat some of those some of those uh, bigger size bugs are the alpine lakes in the park fishing well the alpine lakes are at their peak right now so you know the spawn is over for you know most of the cutthroats and most of these drainages and so, you know, they're out in full feed mode, getting ready for, you know, they know they have a pretty short window. So, you know, hopper droppers up there or even ant patterns or, there, you know, there are some hatches as well, you know, some caddis and, you know, different mayfly hatches from time to time. So, but pretty much anything that looks buggy, they're going to come up and grab. You know, a lot of people, um, they think about the park as small fish, and I even used to. You catch a lot of small brookies and cutthroats, especially in the rivers. And there's some bigger ones and some browns in some of the lakes. But you get in those alpine lakes, and I was amazed. I've gone up there with Kirk a couple times, and I was just amazed by the size of the fish. Yes, especially some of the more less fished ones. It's just, I'm, you know, and they're cyclical, meaning like some years they have bigger fish than others. You know, it kind of comes and goes. But, yeah, you can definitely get up over 16, you know, even in the 20-inch range on some of these lakes with some of the different native cutthroat. And it's amazing. And this is the time of the year, folks. The best time to fit now, too, when it starts getting really cool in the fall, those high country lakes and the park. Uh, are just going to be phenomenal. Another river that's going to be getting better and better when we go that you guys fishing, that's the Colorado. What's going on there? Yeah, so the upper Colorado in the park is just like it is over here. It's fishing great, lots of hoppers. Um, actually been catching some decent-sized browns up there, you know, in the high country, as well as, you know, the cutthroat and the brookies. Um, the Anahu and the Tanahu too, and the north and east inlet, you know, that whole Grand Lake area is fishing really well. Even though, you know, they had a fire there a couple of years ago, the rivers are in healthy shape. And then you're floating the Colorado down lower? Yeah, exactly. And then we, we do float the Colorado down, you know, below Kremling, and that's been fishing great. Um, because we've had a little more water this year, The we haven't had the problem with temperatures down there like we've had in past years. So that's been great. You know, and, uh, you told me a story um before we tell everybody where they can find you and everything, but Kirk took a young man out, I believe, on Lake Estes, right in town there. Tell people what happened on that trip. So, yeah, Kirk, we had a special request for a young man, and he wanted to go out on the lake, and we do um, lake charters with just traditional tackle out there. And this 
you know, 10-year-old kid caught a 42-inch tiger muskie. They weren't targeting, they were targeting trout, which they caught plenty of trout as well. But there are some big tiger muskie there in Lake Estes. <laughs> this thing was enormous. Uh, if you well, look on our website, there's kid, a was, picture of it on there. It's probably as long as he is tall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably was just about. Uh, a 42-inch tiger muskie. Uh, Lake Estes has a, a quite a variety of fish in it, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, there's mainly the rainbow and brown trout, but there are tiger muskie. Um, and there's actually yellow perch out there as well, um, especially if you're fishing along the dam and along the, we call it the, you know, the Fish Creek side. If people are looking to book a trip with you guys, how far in advance do they have to get a hold of you? We, um, we can usually get people out, you know, the next day. Um, we have quite a bit of availability, so, you know, the sooner you book, the easier it is for everybody. But, you know, give us a call. We can probably get you out tomorrow. Actually, I know we can get okay. you out tomorrow. And how do people find you, both your location and online? So our, our phone number is 970-577-0790. And we're in downtown Estes Park, 230 East Elkhorn, here in Estes. Um, or you can just look us up at kirksflyshop.com. We also, as you alluded to, have a shop in Grand Lake. And they're right there on Grand Avenue, which is the main street of Grand Lake. And we do um, trips on Grand Lake, you know, going after lake trout and um, kokanee and what have you, as well as float trips on the Colorado. All right, my friend, as always, great information, and I think the time to be out fishing is right now. Oh, yeah. it's In Rocky Mountain National Park, this is the the next five, six weeks are the best of, that they come. All right. Thank you, Darren. Thank you, Terry. Have a good one. You bet. Darren Christensen from Kirk's Fly Shop. Another great bunch of guys. I've known Kirk. If you go to... Um, my YouTube channel, The Best of Fishing with Terry Wickstrom, you'll see Kirk and I do several shows in the park. Uh, there's one that Karen and I did by ourselves where we just walked into some of the closed rivers, but Kirk and I have gone up with llamas up high. We've, we've walked in. We've gone in by horseback up there. we fished the Big Thompson pretty extensively. Just great people and great educators. Not only will you catch fish, but you'll learn about how to fish those kind of waters. We're going to take a time out. When we come back, we're going to switch things up a little bit and maybe tell you how to get your truck ready for the upcoming hunting season on Terry Wickstrom Outdoors on 104.3 The Fan. When love has got you down and the world's crashing all around. You're listening you to Terry Wickstrom Outdoors on, on 104.3 The Fan and... Uh, Thanks, Colin, for playing that little ditty from Wickstrom and Doberth, our musical group. That's Count on Me. Uh, get a chance. Uh, go search Wickstrom and Doberth on your favorite streaming service or or on our social media. and Tell us what you think of our music. Either way, we'd love to hear from you. Hey, right now, let's go to the phones. Joining us, one of our longest-running partners on this show. In fact, they may very well be the longest partner. Uh, joining us from A&A Toppers is Darren Lindsay. Good morning, Darren. Good morning, Terry. How are you, buddy? You know, I'm, I'm living the life. I'm up here in northern Minnesota, and I'm having a blast. But things are popping down in Colorado, too. We've been talking fishing, and the fishing's on fire everywhere down in Colorado right now. Also... Uh, we're only a couple weeks away from 
archery elk season. Dove season's right around the corner. Won't be long for upland game and I know one of your favorites, waterfall hunting. And a lot of people, we have a mantra on the show, Darren, that's don't get ready for hunting, stay ready. And a lot of people take that to mean practicing with their firearm or their bow or making sure their their equipment as far as firearms and their gear that their clothing is all in good shape. But something that can really help make your hunting experience more successful and more pleasurable is getting your vehicle set up right, isn't it? Yeah, we've talked about that for so long is that it's really hard for us to go get up into elk country or out onto the farm sometimes in a Honda Accord. So all of us, or at least most of us, have SUVs and pickup trucks, and that's what we're here to help all of your, all of the followers, man, is get uh, get your pickup truck ready. I literally yesterday, Terry, had some guy come in. He goes, I'm getting ready for upland season. I need to get my topper. It literally happened yesterday, and he came in, got a topper and a truck bed deck system and he absolutely mentioned i got to get ready for hunting season well and that's it's just it and there's differences depending on how you hunt and what you do uh, and you guys are the experts at a and both your locations are really walking through people but let's go through some of the things that you might want to consider when start with the topper you mentioned now are you do you take hunting dogs with you that makes a difference right yeah, guys come in all the time. I said, I need to get a specific topper because I've got this dog and this kennel. Um, yeah, it's, it's you know, when you live the life, you start building these relationships like you and I 20 years ago. People can relate to, you know, Greg and myself because we, we are the outdoorsmen. I mean, you're right. Fishing season, I don't know how much hunting I'm going to get in early. I know how good this fishing fall is going to be, but, um, no, doves are right around the corner and so are the uh, – so is upland, but no, people people come in all the time and just ask your questions. It, it really depends on what truck you have and what you're looking to do, whether you want to go fancy or whether you want to go basic or a different height um, on toppers. But it's it's about racks. I mean, a lot of guys are asking about additional storage in addition to the toppers. So like I just mentioned, the deck system, grill guards, racks, there's all kinds of stuff. Let's just let's just go enjoy this awesome Rocky Mountain area, Colorado, that we love to love to live in and play in. Well, little things that I didn't think about because I don't hunt with a dog very much. I have in the past, but one is having a topper that has good ventilation because if the dog's going to be back there and it's going to be warm out, you might need air flowing through there. Or like you said, different heights. But you mentioned the deck system. Okay, so I'm going out dove hunting and maybe I have a backup shotgun. I don't want to leave that just exposed in my vehicle. Uh, It's just an invitation for a break-in. But some of these vault systems really protect your gear now don't they yeah no additional storage and uh you know the guy actually when he came in yesterday we talked about that lear locker that additional storage that goes in the uh, in the roof of the topper up above the bed area and it was actually developed by a guy out of wisconsin for bow hunters so he could put his expensive bow out of sight in case people are looking into the glass of a topper, that deck system on the bottom, and then the Lear locker on topper. Absolutely hunting, fishing specific security that's additional to the topper. But uh, like I said, sold one yesterday, and the guy specifically mentioned one for hunting season. And, uh, yeah, there's there's just all kinds of stuff that we can help out people that want to get want to get ready for hunting and and maybe even some fall fishing. Well, and you've got things like 
Um, a lot of times you're getting off-road a little bit or you're questionable. Uh, so, you know, we've had a lot of rain this year. It could be some mud. It wouldn't hurt to have the right winch on your vehicle either. Yeah, we did a winch for Nate, as you, uh, Mr. Zelensky, asked to have his winch. And we do a ton of those those grill guards and bumpers that have, have winches. I, I don't know if I mentioned this, but I, I got stuck elk season here about three or four years ago with some friends when I got in a place where I shouldn't have been. And the winch got me uh, got me out of my uh, my predicament. So there's a, there's a lot of additional things just besides toppers. We may be A&A toppers, but we can get you ready for the outdoors and, and more than just that. Well, you have a complete line of different, uh, several lines of rack systems, too. And you mentioned maybe you want to go fishing, too. A lot of guys will put a fishing rod rack on top of their truck. Maybe they're going to do a cast and blast, hunt in the morning, fish in the afternoon. But you have just several brands of rack systems with lots of uh, accessories, right? Yeah, we just get caught up in toppers, toppers, toppers. And we just, we do so much more for the guys. And it's just it's awesome when, well, heck, when they mention you out here at A and A Toppers. Hey, I heard you on the show. I'm here to, you know, get me get me helped out and hooked up. And that's what uh, that's what we want to that's what we want to be able to do for the for the for the people. And one of the things on my truck that I'm I'm going to be headed into the ice fishing season, the fall fishing and hunting seasons, my floor mats, my WeatherTech mats. I tell you what, because I'm going to be. You know, there's no place to stand to take my boots off, and you got to get to another place, and you're just going to get stuff, and they just clean up so well. Yeah, it's funny. I was, uh, I had Dad and my brother out on a fishing trip here two weeks ago, and it's put some brand new floor liners in there, and it's amazing how much mud was on those floor liners. And I went, I'm so glad I had those floor liners in there. Even Dad mentioned, he's like, yeah, these liners sure seem to work, boy. Oh yeah, no, there's a lot of stuff that we can keep your uh, keep your new trucks looking new. And get them, uh, get them ready and rocking for the outdoors. Well, ANA Toppers, you guys have a full line of any accessory for a truck or an SUV that somebody would want. You also have two locations. Why don't you tell people where you're located and how they find you? You bet. Easiest way, as always, in today's world of the Internet at aatoppers.com. Uh, my store's at Broadway in Bellevue, just below Bellevue, and in Littleton and Greg's store. The Lakewood store is uh, just west of Wadsworth on the north side of Colfax, right by that uh, the Casa Bonita that's been making all the news. So you can't miss it. Greg's just uh, west of Casa Bonita on Colfax. So, yeah, we'd love to see you guys. Make sure you mention you heard us on the Terry Wixon show. And as always, we'll always take care of all the listeners and get you uh, get you ready for hunting and fishing in the great outdoors and here in Colorado. All right, my friend, you and I will talk again soon if I can get you out of the field. Once you get out there and start hunting, it's hard to get a hold of you. So <laughs> This is the best time of year, Terry. I love it, man. I mean, we're gonna. this is going to be such a great fishing season. Hunting's coming. I can't wait. All right, my friend, we'll talk again soon. All right, buddy. See you, pal. Thanks. You bet. I'll tell you what. Uh, you know, I know we're talking about them. They're one of our partners, but they really are great. Uh, getting your vehicle set up properly, getting the right accessories, not just getting sold something that somebody thinks is cool, but getting the functionality to make your vehicle a true outdoor vehicle. They've been outfitting my trucks for 20 years, and I'll tell you what, I, we, we go through what kind of liner do I want. I go with the rug-type liner. We we go, what, what do I need in a topper? What do I need in storage? What do I need in outdoor accessories? And my truck becomes my outdoor utility vehicle, and it really, really does make a difference. And if you get things right, 
It really makes your experience better. Speaking of getting things right, our next guest usually gets everything right, even in hunting and fishing, but we kind of hate to tell him that because we don't want it to go to his head. We're going to take a quick time out, and we come back. Mr. Nate Zielinski will join us, and we're going to talk some walleye fishing and some hunting on Terry Wickstrom Outdoors on 104.3 The Fan.